Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so excited to share today's episode. We will be diving into a little bit more of the philosophy, maybe even a bit of history, and tiptoeing perhaps into some mythology surrounding a yoga practice here in the West. Now, we are not experts by any shape of the imagination. We are yoga enthusiasts sharing the information that we have learned along our journey, and we hope that you find it entertaining and maybe even a little educational. Thank you so much for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Hey, everybody. Jennifer Dixon here with Leslie Gwynn from Thrive Yoga and Wellness and we wanted to do our 90 day challenge Wama Baga Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be our little weekly check in with you guys where we discuss what's going on inside the studio and more importantly learn a little bit more about this last 90 days challenge yes. and this week in particular we are studying the sacral chakra, which or is the sacral plexus chakra, is also how it's worded. Sacral plexus. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So this week is all about is dedicated to the education of and balancing of the sacral and chakra. Balancing. And balancing. And, and balancing. And excuse me, excuse my southern mumbling. <laughs> so Leslie, do you want to talk to us about the location, the sacral chakra, all that good stuff? Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Um, so, your sacral chakra is going to be, find your belly button with your fingers, as opposed to something else, and then <laughs> go two inches below your belly button. What's two inches? That's where your sacral chakra is. But what is two inches? Is that like four fingers? If you get a ruler and think like two inches, just think it. It's around there. Around? Oh, cool. Yeah, you feel it? Mm, I guess. I You're all tapped in now, yeah, aren't you? I'm totally tapped in. I, I almost found, I almost came up with the, the nickname for this area, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, let's not say that. <laughs> but it's funny that you mention, this is your mom pooch, by the way. This is um, the problem area for everyone where we're pushing right now, so just push that. Yeah. Yeah, that's where your sacral chakra is. And it's funny that that is what is one of the um, like main target points of adults when they work out, do yoga, or any other physical activity. They want to target this area. This is also the first one to form... Oh, no. That gives us joy as a child. So it's it's like if you get in touch with that good that you once had, then your mom pooch will be gone. Maybe. Magically? Yeah. Since we're talking about the like other side. Charms. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So maybe if you begin, instead of just focusing on these adult thoughts, like, I, I gotta need, pay bills. Yeah. I gotta pay bills. I gotta get my kids to piano lessons. I gotta, you know. Take out the trash, just for a second, think, what was it when I was little that I used to love to do? And just go there for a minute. And then it'll disappear. Just kidding, it probably won't. But it will do some good because it will awaken that area that we're talking about. And this area is developed when you're about six years old. That's when it's, I'm gonna say it's at its peak from what I read, but th three years old, two and a half, three years old until about nine years old. What were you up to when you were three years old? I don't remember really? at three. No, I don't have any memories at three. I think that one of the earliest memories I have is playing outside because yeah. that was all we were allowed to do. 
and my big sister oh my gosh I can't believe I'm about to tell the story my big sister was outside she needed to go potty she didn't want to go in, um, inside to go potty and so she just pulled her shorts down and went potty and I thought oh I can do that except I didn't do all the steps that she did so I just went potty all over myself and then I got in trouble for not going inside to go potty so that's my earliest memory <laughs> well or it could have been me burning my bottom on a heater, too. That was also around about that same time. Was it I think I was cold? like three or four in Florida. <laughs> Again, I saw my dad kind of squat over the heater. <laughs> the things you learn as a child. And I thought, oh, my bottom's cold. I'm going to squat over it. We didn't talk about this before we mm -hmm. went live. Nope. Nope. We have kind of an outline, but we're so, just improv So maybe that's what's wrong with me. <laughs> Too much heat in your solar plexus area. Fire ignited down there. <laughs> so anyways, you saying that though, I just, I didn't do all the steps to do that. <laughs> Not that I know you that well, but like, I know that you like to just jump ahead, mm -hmm. cross the finish line, just be done. You been, been that way since a wee little time. Since you could remember. <laughs> <laughs> what we did discuss before this was that, um, how things that we loved as a child are, we still reflect those now. Sometimes it takes someone to bring you back to realize that, like when we were talking. Like I said to Jennifer, what did you love to do as a child? Like what was your thing? And you have three sisters, so mm -hmm. there's four girls in her family. God bless her parents. I know, right? My dad used to joke and say the only other male in the house is a dog too. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Dixon, for that one. <laughs> Full of lots of one-liners. Yeah, I need to hang out with him. And give me some good material for my three-boy home. Yeah, the only, the only other girl in our house is, is a bad word. I know, and <laughs> a female dog. Is what it is. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> Moving on. So, with saying that, I said to Jennifer, I was like, think about it though. You love to play outside with your sisters. There was four of you. You had your own little tribe going on. How is that any different than you having the yoga studio now? We There is a tribe of people that are dedicated to Thrive. We do have a good tribe. And, do you want to mention what last week, what we found out last week on Thursday? Oh my gosh, I'm so, I can't read lips and I'm deaf, so I don't so, know. So, here we go. I'll about. just say it. Yes. Um, we... We were the first or second runner-up. Oh, for oh yeah, best of the best. Best of the best. I just tried to say Sorry. best of the best. <laughs> I can't read lips, and I'm deaf. I'm gonna make some cue cards next time. Um, That's right. Because of all of these lo loyal, super loyal tribe followers, we did come up into second place, first yes. runner-up for the best of the best. So thank you guys. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I am so thrilled to be a part of this this group. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. I did have my own little tribe yeah. growing up and we played outside. That's like our yoga festival and our yoga pop-ups. Yeah. And, we hung and you outside. just come as you are and, you know, be yourself. And that's what you encourage everyone. You know, it's not, if, if there's, I feel like there's always a duality for like what people think yoga studios are like when you go there, everyone's going to be like very meditative and they could be very meditative, very quiet. And for some reason judging, and that's not us at all. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> we no. like to have fun. We do. And I like to talk. So it's not going to be too quiet. Even in my young classes, I'm like, I need to stop talking. So, but. It's very real. Come as you are. We would love to have you there. Like, it's it's the best 
group of people that I've met since I've lived here. It's been almost eight years. So I'm, I'm very, very thankful for that. Oh, you have your own I love it. I guess it started from a very young age. Yeah. You know, they say the middle children are the negotiators or the, the communicators. <laughs> and that's my noisy dog barking at kids that are playing. So, yeah, no, but in regards to the sacral chakra, which was yeah. formed between the ages of three and nine. Yeah. And it is where the mommy pooch is. Yeah. The, it's your gut. It's the gut. Oh, that's so interesting. It's like your gut feeling and it's mm -hmm. touching into what it is that brings you joy and being comfortable. But then it also ties into not just your being comfortable in day to day, but also in your sexuality. And that has a lot to do with how you feel about yourself mm -hmm. and how you think about yourself. So I don't know, several years ago, I think it was like on 2020 or something. And they brought these people together to like describe themselves and have somebody draw that picture. And then yes, somebody else that didn't know the person very well described them and had them draw it. And completely different pictures. Completely, two completely different pictures. And that self-image thing, that I feel like has to has a lot to do with balancing here in this and taking care of ourselves and coming into joy and mm -hmm. coming into knowing where you are. And I feel like, and I could be overstepping my bounds, folks, and if I am, I apologize, but I feel like, especially as women, we have trouble with that and being open and mm -hmm. honest and being okay with the way we are and being shy about things and mm -hmm. and oh I'm not good enough like to this day I I still remember some boy said I had air tanks in my thunder thighs so I just have thunder thighs and I can't I mean this happened when I was a teen and so it doesn't matter how old I am I'm almost 40 but those images I don't think anything nice about my legs because that just imprinted in me and I feel like that is all a part of this knowledge of and balancing of and this acceptance and joy about who it is that's me. And I feel like that could maybe kind of be rooted all down in here. It is. It's supposedly, that's what everything I've read, which I've been reading some... She's becoming our resident chakra expert. I'm trying. I'm not going to say I'm an expert. <laughs> These books, oh. I know this is backwards, um, but this is uh, The Chakras, oh. The Real Knife, No BS Guide to Healing Your Life. And... I guess my life needed a lot of healing because you can see my high the orange highlighter. I, I love. Oh, and the color for this chakra orange. is orange. And note the color of her highlight is yeah, orange. Orange. Well, that's that's more of like a awesome thing. Oh. But then also oh, this me. book, um, chakra healing. This is different than the merits book last week, and I thought it was the same. It wasn't, but Amazon's full of surprises. Oh yeah. So um, I didn't look at the authors, but this is great if you wanted just to look at some emotional connections that you have with your chakras. And a lot of that, they say, that is developed in the sacral chakra is a lot of awareness of self, um, finding joy and happiness and things that truly you love. And if you think about it like on a fundamental level, as far as how things are developing, let's say that the root is the seed. So the sacral chakra, or the root chakra, sorry. So the sacral chakra is gonna be like that first little bud, the first little plant that comes up. What do you need for that more than, any, obviously you need water, which is also the sign for sacral chakra, but you need the earth from the bud, or the root that we had last week, water, which is the sacral chakra, and then what else would you need? You would need sun, and usually that's big and orange in the sky. So you usually think bright, you know, white yellow orange light and that's also the same color as the chakra reference so it's this big powerful burning fiery energy that we all have inside of us but it's how much we learn over time to 
start ignoring those urges, not urges, I don't want to say urges because that kind of sounds bad or bad sounds connotation. Like creepy. Yeah, it's not creepy. creepy. It's not creepy. But those um those desires that we have as a child those just to be desires. yes, to be happy and um you were saying, you know, you like you enjoyed playing with your sister. And this was so funny. I was sending these um pictures of 80s toys to Jennifer last night like trying to trigger something in her mind. We are completely different people and we grew up completely different lives. We're the same. Even though the same age. Yeah, we're 10 days apart. Our birthdays are 10 days apart. Jennifer did not know anything I was sending her. Nothing. No Barbies, nothing. And what started it is I saw, because my kids are of the age of watching Disney all the time and Nickelodeon, there's this new toy that's out and it's called, we're not affiliated with this, so, you know, sorry if um, this is, it's not going to be bad. We're promoting sales for this company. I think they're called like Twisty Pets or something like that. It's like little plastic jewelry that's animals and then there's like makeup in it like lip gloss and stuff like that and I was like those are sweet secrets straight up from 1984-85 like I know because I too watched a lot of Nickelodeon and Disney as a child and I remember those you don't remember you can't do that on television I do remember you don't in where you get slimed and mm -hmm. you say I don't know yes, yes I do remember that and then Double Dare of course like those things that like it was fun and you just I don't know you just gravitate towards that my thing when I was little I loved to take dance I loved putting on makeup and getting my hair done and wearing a big tutu oh that's so cute I did and then um but when I was I sent the video to you on Monday night when I was five still I remember this so vividly my dad loves James Bond and you could tell on the intro video that I sent you it's like a, um, a mid spot for some James Bond movie for your eyes only and it's 1985, and that was on, and then it was Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. And I guess my dad was still awake and was like, I guess you can stay up. I don't know how this played out. I don't remember that part, but I do remember staying up and watching the New Year's Eve special, and the bangles were on there. Oh, I do remember the bangles. This was the first time I had ever really noticed concerts on TV. And I saved up my money, got all my quarters Christmas money together and before I went to bed that night my dad and I talked and we were going to Kmart the next day to go and I bought my first cassette and that seeing that changed like everything for me I'm not gonna say the trajectory of my life because I don't know that but like it it made me really like I realize now like that was like the first time I ever saw concerts and I tried to count up I don't know if I have it in my book here or not but I try to count up and list all the concerts just that Jeremy and I have gone to this is BC before children it's like close to like 70. Holy moly. Yeah, I mean like that was our thing. Like Something that started when you were five yeah. at the height of the development of this chakra yeah. has followed you through this yeah. almost. But the bands I saw, like, I mean, it was that summer too that I saw um, a bunch of bands with my parents. I saw uh, Starship, do you remember them? I do. Yeah. Jefferson Starship and then it became Starship. Well, it was Jefferson Airplane. Oh, yes, Jefferson. And then it was Starship. And then I actually had the records. My parents had the Jefferson Airplane records. Oh, there's a them. My daughter just woke up. And then um, also, I saw, oh, do you remember Bananarama? So yes. Cool, yeah, cool I song. Yeah. yeah, that was also in Karate Kid. Oh, see, I wasn't a fan of Karate Kid. See, we watched Karate Kid. Yeah. We got to watch movies on Fridays. We so, go to the movie rental place. Anyways, let's Lock go back Buster. to the... Remember those? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Let's go back to the, the sacral that was, chakra. That was a long tangent. Sorry about that. <laughs> but the cool thing about the sacral tangent, it's, it's, it is the sacral tangent. The sacral chakra, rather, yeah. is it's the root of our joy. And if you yeah. think about, like I have a, a, a little girl that's four, and she is 
coming into her own and her favorites. We talk about their favorites all the time. Oh, and purple just happens to be one of her favorites. That's my favorite. She just showed us her favorites. And it's so cool to me now to be able to, to like outside looking in at the formation of these joys and how can I tap into that myself and mm-hmm. stop those, like you were talking about, adult th- thoughts, those, oh, I'm not good enough, or we don't have enough for that, or why can't I get a new mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, and, and stop those thoughts and be like, I just want to go outside and jump on the trampoline. You know what I mean? Those pure joy things. Yeah, and, and that's, usually that's beautiful. you're the only person that's stopping yourself from Correct. doing those things. It's, it's not even, it's not your body, it's up here. So just stepping back and realizing, you know, what you can do to make yourself happy in the moment. And I can, I can pretty much assure you, here's a parenting tidbit that I never thought I would give to anyone, because um, I'm mom of the year. If you are so stressed out and your kids are all up in your stuff and you just are like, I just need a minute. If you take that minute with your kids, it's, it's way, it's 10 times better than just taking that minute for yourself. Cause you're still going to have the mom guilt and everything. Just take it with your kids and they will bring you back grounded. You know, they don't care what you look like. They don't care what's going on at your job. They don't care if bills are due. They just care that you're there with them. Just being present. Being present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the sacral chakra too, bringing that back around to when we're young, when, I mean, that's, this is also the time where we identify with ourselves, usually male or female or something in between possibly, but like it's that feminine and masculine, but deep down it's neither. It's your true loving. Usually that's not a girl thing or a boy thing or masculine or feminine. It's got a duality, but it's true before you get to that, which is more solar plexus. But it's, it's beginning to discover what you love and the association between boy and girl things that you find around that age too. That means it's been 20 minutes. So <laughs> let's, let's, wow. let's go on a little bit. And part of, and part of getting to that joy is like you were saying, if you're feeling stressed out, take a minute. You have to take care of yourself. You have to. You have to. I spoke with a mom last night after class and she's, her kids are all out of the house now and she was lamenting the fact that she quote let herself go while her kids were in high school and stuff like that and I was like don't think about it like that that mm-hmm. that is that internal dialogue where we're just bashing ourselves because whoever said you could do it all and have it all or smoke and something because something has to kind of move to the wayside and I said give yourself some grace cut yourself some grace mm-hmm. and go back to that thing that you love and mm-hmm. she had found yoga later on in life and I I said I think it's beautiful it's and it's changed her life it helped it her to, to to lose a whole bunch of weight it helped her to calm down take all sorts of these amazing things happen when you connect back in with what truly brings you joy or in her case Find something new that truly brings you joy. Which and is even if you think it's something new, like I thought yoga was something new until I found that picture of myself when I was little. It doesn't. Amazing. You know, it's it's holding a pose. It's you know, learning how to engage certain groups of muscles. Like even when I was little, you know, three, and that picture, you know, I'm standing there in second position, plie. But even now, and I posted that picture of me in dancer pose. You know, it's not that much different. I think it's completely different, but it was like. Oh, no, it's really not. You know, it's a group class, you know, where you have an instructor teaching each person how to do what they're supposed to do. I guess together, yoga is more of a soul searching, you know, finding yourself. There's some deeper stuff, but it's still great. And you can express yourself and find yourself through that body movement, that body connection. Right. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and even like you outside, like as a kid, and how, how we can bring ourselves back to 
you know, enjoyment, and usually it's physical activity, you know, even talking about the, the other side of stuff, the sexuality stuff, that's usually a physical activity. And it's, it's finding joy in yourself in that. Not everyone else that might be there, but yourself. Mm -hmm. so, and being okay with that joy. Right. And not that, stuffing it down and being like, oh, I can't enjoy whatever. Yeah, don't worry about your mom pooch at yoga. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, just, it's yeah. just yoga, right? It's yeah. just yoga. It's just a mom pooch. Who cares? Yeah. Everybody's got one. You're there to move and breathe and be present and experience life, right. a, a fullness, a thriving life in your yoga practice. Nice placement there, right? Yeah. And and it helps you to get back connected. It so does. so before we close up, let's talk a little bit about what are some imbalances or what are some because you were talking about how it, it exhibits in itself. It does. And you'll and if you are around children a lot, you might notice that they start to exhibit these symptoms um, of this deficiency. Anxiety, um Anxiety. inattentiveness. Sometimes is ADHD. I don't know the connection between medical, you know, diagnosis and I'm not even going to pretend to act like I know any kind of correlation between those. But the symptoms of ADHD, the inattentiveness, the hyperactivity, the begging for attention. I mean, some, some children don't have great childhoods and some aren't given the attention that they need and then they begin to act out. And usually if they're acting out at that age, not usually. Chances are, if you're acting out at three years old, you're going to be acting out when you're 30 years old in some way you're, because you didn't have that connection. So it's it's also, I mean, it's not just about yourself, but as parents, I mean, we, we have children now. We have to care about them too. But being aware of what is going on and what they're doing, I mean, are they really annoying you or are they just asking you to stop and pay attention to them, mm -hmm. you know? They could be annoying you. They could, you know, they could. But it's it's remembering what can develop and what has developed at this age, your joys, your fears and anxiety. One thing, my I have bad anxiety, not as bad as it used to be, but and then my oldest is starting to show symptoms of it, and it's just bringing him back to, you can't worry about that right now, and don't worry about anybody else. Just worry about yourself, and whatever's going on in your mind, it's just thoughts. None of that's happened, so pretend like it's not going to, because it's probably not, and just keep on going. You know, don't don't let yourself stop yourself from doing something. That's important too. Something else that's very important, I feel like, is recognizing the importance of taking the time to find that joy and the importance of... And that's hard as taking, an adult. Yeah, and as a parent, and taking the time to explore those things about yourself mm -hmm. and taking the time to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And in all of those things, it's like you were talking about that mom guilt it's so important to a thriving life, a hundred percent well-balanced life. And yet like we have young kids, it's so freaking hard. She's got three, I've got two. And you know, to carve out that 30 minutes at least, or an hour or an hour and a half, if I'm super lucky to take care of myself. That's aside from self-care such as bathing yourself yeah because i know that shower is sacred <laughs> when you can lock the bathroom door and let's yourself. be honest that doesn't always happen when they're really no. little like mm -hmm. and that's hilarious my bathroom currently doesn't have a door on one wall it's like a curtain and so it's just like free game hey mama what you doing anyways my kids have figured out how to unlock the quarters <laughs> even my three-year-old and then i'm just like what's the point because he's like hi hey 
<laughs> no such thing as privacy when you're a monk. But there's the, the whole point is, is like you have to take care of yourself. And that's where, that's where yoga and then practicing with us here at Thrive Yoga and Wellness, or even if you're not in Chattanooga area and you want to come and join us at Thrive Online, that's part of this integrative, and not integrative, oh my God. Can you Intricate. Talk? It, <laughs> integral is the word oh, I was looking for. That's an even bigger word. Thank you. Grammarly. <laughs> Those are, that's this. It's so important to getting and being and sustaining a healthy life, and it's something that I feel like, especially as moms, we're just like, eh, we'll take care of us later. And then mm-hmm. 15, 20, 30 years go by, or 35 pounds come on, and we're like, oh, I let myself go. Don't don't fret about that. If it happened, it happens. Who cares? Start now and in this last 90 days challenge. And in the last 90 days, the whole point that we try to make last week in our videos and what we said in our posts and everything is you've got everything you need. You do. You do. If you come to Thrive, we even have mats and blocks for you. You don't even have to. And if you, if you right. need some yoga pants, we got those too. You know, anything <laughs> you need, it's there for you or you already have it. You don't have to go out and spend a fortune on clothes. You don't have to, you know, buy, it's me talking now. You don't have to go and buy expensive yoga mats or expensive clothes to show up for yoga. Just show up. And that's the hardest part. And when you're little, you have to have someone to take you to show up, usually. Unless it's your mom telling you to get out of bed. But usually you have to have someone to take you. You don't need anybody to take you. It's just you. So do that for yourself. Do, you know, if you're taking your kids to piano twice a week or music lessons twice a week, make sure that you're also, it's a yin-yang relationship. Make sure that you're taking that same amount of time for yourself. It's easier said than done. I know it is. But it's you like, have to do that. It's every bit as important as that piano lesson is for your child or the homework is. That, that even if it's just 15 or 30 minutes mm-hmm. where you dedicate that time to yourself where, or, or if it's that 60-minute massage. Thank you, Anna. Um, with Quiet Creek Massage here in the studio. Like, it's so important. It's not just about relaxing your muscles. It's recognizing the fact that you are important too. Because Mm -hmm. guess what? If you weren't there, your family nucleus would, it falls apart. It does. And so if you can't take care of you, if that little, that little nucleus is, is, you know, like how does the cell keep living sort of thing. And so that's one of the things for this last 90 days challenge, guys, because I hate diets. I don't love diets. I, yeah, I refuse kind of, it's like on principle. But it's not about giving up anything. It's about trying to fill yourself up with so much good stuff, trying to connect with that joy, that mm-hmm. innate love and thrill that you have, whether it's in doing homework in the alphabet, what my daughter is so pleasantly doing behind the camera, or practicing yoga or hiking or coloring, mm-hmm. you know, those things. It's finding that that thing that brings you joy and doing it and carving out a time. Legos. Yeah, Legos. Star Wars and Legos, and he will be set for life. We can, he wants to write Star Wars and musical. Hudson just wants to drive a race car. I'm not sure what my other one wants to do, but... He'll but, figure it out. But it's he three. knows it. Yeah. And then yep. you can help remind him. And then, like, as they grow, you and I, we get to watch and see what these innate joys become and encourage them to keep exploring it instead of stuffing it down. Right. And I'm glad you mentioned that and said something about, you know, like, no dieting or anything like that. I'm not sure if your mom did this. I'm sorry, mom. My mom was on every single fad diet from the 80s and 90s. Every single one. I remember those snack world cookies. It wasn't just those, man. Oh, it was I everything. Like there was like some cookies. ketosis things. You had to go and have your urine. It was crap. 
it's Weight Watchers. I mean, Physicians Weight Loss. I don't remember. There was some, there Vicki Lawrence from Mama's Family. She had some kind of diet my mom was on for a while. Slim Fast, name it. Nutrisystem came to our house. And, or we went there to go and get it. I'm going to tell you how much that helped me as a child seeing my mom do that. Zero. Like, it was very, very hard for me as a teenager, early adult even, to recognize that dysfunction and then realize what I could do to better myself that I already had inside me. I didn't need to read a bunch of books. Like, you learn the major food groups even when you're little, you know, like, you learn what tastes good, what doesn't, what you like. I just had to really set some boundaries for that. And it couldn't be from a mail-order diet system or anything like that. And I quit worrying about the actual number on the scale versus how I felt. Yep. And that made a huge difference. And ironically, that's when all the weight started coming off. Yep. You know, it's yep. like one of those things that just clicks and that's when everything kind of falls into place. But yeah, I mean, seeing your mom or dad even go through something like that as a child, that's gonna affect them. Yeah. You know, it's, it is. it is. But I can promise none of those diets stuck and, and to me, like, I've never been a super, super small person. And so me once either. I kind of let go of that, okay, I can't be a six-foot Barbie doll, you know, which, by the way, like, didn't they do studies where that wouldn't be anatomically correct? She couldn't, it was like she couldn't even, like, stand and, if she was real life. Her feet would have been, like, this big and deformed because they were like this, you know, for her shoes. Yeah. But the, the point is, is it's like you, you're, you, like you said, you have everything you need. And I feel like yoga plays a very integral part in that recognition the more you practice the more you get to know yourself every single day coming back to your mat even if it's for 5 15 an hour if you're super lucky like you get to know what it is that makes you feel better you get to know what it is that ooh I ate a hamburger last night it was really freaking good but today I can't do jack so you know what maybe I won't eat a hamburger or if I do just be prepared that it's gonna hurt yeah. the next day yeah. and before you know it like oh I don't really want a hamburger because it doesn't make me feel good and you become aware of what you're putting exactly. into your body and what you're doing with your exactly. body and just just doing that in itself and realizing that you become so much more aware mm -hmm. of yourself and your habits and what's good and what's bad and that all starts with that recognition of how important it is to take care of you and how important it is to set aside that time that sacred time if you will mm -hmm. to join yourself in a in a physical relationship if you will with yourself that's that mind body yeah. breath connection every single day figuring out oh it feels so good to warm my body up to move that was a sun salutation by the way i got that <laughs> i knew what and that so was i knew it <laughs> So it's to me, it's a beautiful thing that it all correlates these these chakras, the the sacral, and we even have yoga poses for it, and how our practice can help us to become aware of these things that may not be functioning a hundred percent, and what we could do. So speaking of foods, what could we incorporate adding into our diet to maybe speaks to it? That's orange. So I know that that sounds broad, but anything that's beta carotene rich. So carrots. Carrots, but um, Hudson and I went on Saturday and we went and got sacral chakra food. So we got orange tomatoes, orange bell peppers. We got um, sweet potatoes, pumpkins because it's pumpkin season. We got sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes. I do too. I don't. I think I might be the only person in my house. Sweet potatoes. What else did we get? There were so carrots. I even got some parsnips. Um, white carrots as I we call love, them. I love some white carrots. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, the only reason my kids. 
my oldest likes it because I, I was that mom that made his own baby food and parsnips <laughs> were one of his first foods and he loves some parsnips still. I love parsnips, they're good. Um, but these foods that are bright, anything that's bright, anything that's spicy, cinnamon, um, it's supposed to be a great spice to use. Chives, um, turmeric is great. The color thing also, again, with the plants, like chives, it's just, you know, that bulb and then it's got the roots that go around it. So like, think about like what you're actually consuming. It's the fruit, it's the blossom, it's the, you know, unfolding of what's next that we're eating that's also associated with that chakra. And the mantra for this chakra is I feel. So last week it was I am, you know, I am Leslie. And today, I feel. I just set that up for myself. That was pretty bad. But, you know, I feel myself. You know, I feel happy. I feel sad. And it's knowing what's making me happy. What is it that's making me sad? You're not just inherently sad. You could be. But, I mean, that that's beyond our, our scope today. But, you know... Think about what's making you happy. Think about what brings you joy. For me, going back and like listening to some 80s songs and just remembering that, like I saw Gloria Estefan in the Miami Sale Machine when I was that age. That was pretty bad. But um, give my parents props for that one. But even like hearing that conga song now, I remember that concert, you know, and that movie Mannequin was really big then. Mm -hmm. So hearing Starship sing, um, the, we built this city and yeah. there's another one. Yeah, but it's it's all connecting into this is fruit joy. So let's because we are a yoga studio and a yoga online community mm -hmm. and coming soon a yoga podcast. Yeah. What are some yoga poses? My favorite yoga pose for the sacral chakra out of all. Mommy, my favorite yoga pose is the ballerina. Ballerina pose. That's that's, that's awesome. My favorite too. The ballerina pose. Um, is frog. That's my favorite, which is your arch nemesis. Is and ironically, right. you name one that's a sacral pose. The goddess pose. I love goddess pose. I can hang out in goddess pose like all day, sip a beer, whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't if there recommend was, If there was a wooden bar there for me to hang on to while I was in that plie, well, actually, that would be a releve, I guess, in the <laughs> goddess. Yoga ballet here. But, you know, I don't know. I, I'm just... It's so... And that's the other thing. If you think about the positions that you're doing in yoga and that, you're vulnerable. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very vulnerable position. And it, oh, so in that position, that's what you're nurturing is that vulnerability, that innocence, that naivete that you had as a child. Honor that again and let it bring you some good. There might have been some bad stuff that happened when you were a child, but there's still some good. For all the bad, there's still some good. Remember the good and carry that with you and how it can help you. That's beautiful. Thanks. That's beautiful. And so the moral of the story is I need to do more frog. She needs to do more goddess squats. Yeah. Or goddess poses. Yeah. And or we need second to position releves. Yep. We, we all need that. to eat more carrots, parsnips, sweet potatoes, chives. pumpkin, chives. Yeah. And just more, the most important thing, I guess, is to connect back in with what brings mm -hmm. you joy. And I hope, I think what you both, feel is good. What you feel is good. Mm -hmm. And what you feel is good. It doesn't matter if what you feel is good is not what she feels is good or what I feel is good. Like, it's all you. Who gives a flying flip about if you want to eat your whatever with caramel, do it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing it all the time, but whatever. Or, Live you know, if you want to mix your Yellow. peas and carrots with with mashed potatoes, do it. Oh, gosh. That sounds like my family. <laughs> <laughs> 
mixing your food on your plate. <laughs> but that's just it. If it brings you joy, just do it. Obviously, within reason. We're not we're not advocating the 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 life of just whatever hedonism. No. Yeah, thank you. But you know, tapping into that stuff that brings you joy, that brings you happiness, that can help to balance out that chakra, strength, strengthen. Because let's be honest, if it's a plant. The root chakra, which we talked about last week, it's got to have roots. You know, if you remember like an oak tree, those roots grow deep mm -hmm. um, versus a pine tree, very shallow. Um, we, even a weeping willow is very shallow, but then its limbs are very, very flimsy. Yep. And the wind blows strong. It just goes first one to go over. It will fall down, so don't be a willow. Be an oak. Be an oak because your roots run deep, right? And then the, the what comes next? The sacral chakra, that's that big Stalks. base. It, it's the trunk. It's the, you know, it's the body it's really discovering and realizing what is going to happen later on so how can you have a deep-rooted oak tree if you don't nurture that sacral chakra right with the sun and the water you've already got the earth from your roots i mean you you just have to honor who you are and what makes you you and i think that's hard for a lot of people i think you and i might have a little bit Jennifer and I, maybe that is the one thing we have in common because we really don't care what other people think. <laughs> we don't. I mean, like us or not, it is what it is. It's not going to change our days usually. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just something that you and I, like we've always known that we're, we're probably a little bit different. And that's okay. And that's, I think it's awesome. It's okay to be different. It's totally okay to be different. It and is. You know what? Come to Thrive. Yeah. Or come visit us at Thrive Online and you can be you right there where you are. Crazy hair or not at oh, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I know we had a, a rather long little discussion about the sacral chakra. It's going and down the rabbit hole again. It it's Wama Baga, the other side. The other and side. There's so stuff. much for this. And that we, we didn't just even barely touch touched it. Like this is like the little we just baby scratch ice, the surface, yeah. Iceberg of it. And so yeah, we invite you to come and join us in this last last ninety days challenge. We're offering a special deal, an unlimited membership um, for the 12 month price, but just for three months. So get in here, get into the studio, join us, um, finish 2019 strong. Cause guess what? We have a brand new decade starting in less than three months. It's freaking 2020 guys. Like this is the one thing I want to make sure that we state. If you missed the last week and you're just starting today, you're just starting today. Yeah. All of us are just starting tomorrow. Yeah. So join us just cause you missed a week. Doesn't matter. Join it doesn't matter. Out. Start strong again. You know, that's the thing. It's like you have to, you fall down. You learn when you're that age, you fall down. You got to get back up and try it again. That's right. That's right. So join us. We can't wait to see you very soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.